Hey everyone, it's Carl. Before we get started, I want to let you know that I have a new podcast out called Alchemix Bar Diaries, where I tell you my thoughts that go through my brain about bartending techniques, theory, and anything to do related to the bartending world. We just started. I would love to have you come over, take a listen. The link for it is in the description of any podcast player you're listening to this to. And yeah, go check it out. Now let's get the show started. Everyone in the service industry has a story. Crazy customers, wild orders, and WTF moments. Do you want to start a... Do I'll fuck this. <laughs> Do you want to start a tab? The podcast here to bring you those tales behind, from behind the bar. My name is Carl, and this is going to be a train wreck. <laughs> Probably not. My name is Riley, and I'm going to try to keep it on the rails. Yes, try is a very good word for you today. <laughs> so we're uh, excited. We have John. He is a fellow bartender and a bartender podcaster. I think that's how you would say it, right? Yes. 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 So, hey, John, how are you doing? Hey, doing great. Having a fantastic day here. So if you have to, we're, okay, you're in Florida, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Poor you in the sunny weather. <laughs> See, I know you're it super jealous. Awesome. It's like 85 degrees today. Yeah, it's you're, you're super jealous. We've had 80 degree weather, then three days of 40 degree, 40 degree weather with snow here in Iowa. So hard pass. That's why I left Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. So, all right. Uh, give us uh, a quick elevator pitch of um, what you guys do. I know you have a, like I said, I mentioned earlier, you have a podcast and you are a bartender. So if you have a quick 30 second elevator pitch. 30 second elevator pitch. Yeah, right. right. That was probably five of my seconds. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, my name is John Matier. Uh, me and three other bartenders created in our shakers to do a podcast uh, called Bartenders, where we throw dice now instead. So while we play, you know, uh, live action games like Dungeons and Dragons, we also spend every other week talking about the hospitality industry, uh, whether that's mental and physical health, uh, ways to, you know, come across that as bartenders, find help and resources to bartending tips, tricks, uh, on the job education, and then just talking kind of like what you guys do too. You know, what's a regular shift like? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are the stories that we have to tell along the way? Uh, and it's an awesome little uh, show. So if you have time, uh, check it out at uh, Bard. Tenders. Yeah, it's uh, I found it doing research for our podcast. I knew I was like looking for names and I saw it and you guys were active. I'm like, well, I definitely didn't think about using that name because I have I'm assuming the bard part is part of gameplay or something. I'm assuming. Absolutely. It's it's one of the characters you can play a bard. So okay. yeah, obviously we're going to go with puns. We're bartenders. We like dad jokes. Right. Exactly. I hear <laughs> Except you. for him. He doesn't like them. What? He yells well, at me every time hard, I tell you're a You're going to have a hard joke. time today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I found a kindred spirit. It's just, it just, sometimes they're too on the nose. Anyways, um, my boss is calling me. She can fucking wait. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, uh, I know I said to do research on that. And then also I know the bartender rant podcast, they suggested uh, listening to your guys' podcast. And, you know, I, I kind of skip over the ones about, you know, the gameplay. Cause I just, that's not for me, but I totally get, I tons of people love that stuff, but I do love the other parts when you guys talk about everything else that you said. I know there's a, an episode about the TBC sawgrass, right? That's how, that's the course, right? Nailed it. That's where I work. Perfect. And then also there was wow, one. That is the first time I think in the history of anything ever that you've actually pronounced something right. The first time you said it. Well, I nailed it. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, I played a lot of Tiger Woods golf. <laughs> So, but, and then also there was an episode where you guys talked about drink competitions and you would like 
was it you or one of the other guys would bring like a blender just because that was fucking like easy to do. Yeah, that's me. I'm a troll. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole competition with just a blender and a jigger. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. Never started drinking. Because basically it was like, it was like unchopped or was chopped basically, right? You kind of show up and here's your fucking ingredients and make something out of it, right? Yeah, exactly. It was a bartender's brawl uh, here in uh, Jacksonville. They have like a Plinko board, uh, kind of like uh, Price is Right, where you drop chips down and it gives you your random ingredients and you have to use those in cocktails. Yeah, that's awesome. We just do one. Well, like I guess I do two competitions a year, one here locally in Dubuque. It's just like a martini shake off. It's just a fundraiser. And it's just fun, simple, nothing. The sweeter the drink, the better you have a chance of winning, basically. And then uh, the statewide mixology <laughs> contest, which we have coming up in three weeks. And that's what we're working on today. Two weeks. Two weeks, shit. <laughs> so gotta make sneaks up on you. Yeah, it comes so fast because it's like, oh, I have three days to do this or two days to do that. Right. So. Well, and and usually he gets a little bit more notice for the sponsored spirits, and he just got them last week. So yeah, it's well, a rush. truly in bartender fashion. We always wait till you know like two minutes before the deadline to submit yep. our recipes. Anyway, Standard. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I'm trying to be better because I still have we we're still rolling out a new menu at work. Um, we have, uh, we're driving to Des Moines, which is three hours away from us on Thursday to teach a cocktail class. So like a lot of my time is already like blocked out for other things that I don't have time for. So, right. but it is what it is. It's part of life as we all know. So jam packed as full as possible. So what are we drinking today, Riley? Uh, we are drinking French 75s that you made us. Yes. With cognac and with vanilla syrup. Yes. So. And the. The sparkling white wine we are drinking is part of the cocktail competition that he's working on a menu for. So we needed to figure out the profile of it. Yep. So why not that? So what about yourself, John? What are you drinking? Yeah. So today's my Saturday, even though it's a, <laughs> it's a Monday. <laughs> right. So I decided to go really fancy and crack a beer uh, <laughs> that's outside of the, the norm. Uh, but it's from a local brewery out of Gainesville, Florida, Swamphead. Uh, I used to live uh, one block away from them when I lived in uh, Gainesville, Florida. So I would stumble over, stumble back. And nice. This is a little, little tribute to them. They make some awesome beers. So. Right. Nice. Well, and I mean, and bartenders, when you've spent your entire week making drinks for other people, making a drink for yourself just seems like a lot sometimes. So we drink yeah, a lot of beer. <laughs> we drink a lot of beer. <laughs> a lot of bourbon on the rocks. A lot of dark and stormies you know like <laughs> so do you see you have a nice little rum collection behind you, you see some havana club and some hamilton yeah, always good stuff always got some good stuff floating around yeah <laughs> got it's, to got to right well i i don't know if you know us here in iowa we're our a control state and so iowa has to buy all our liquor and then we get to buy it from them so a lot of shit we don't get our hands on so when we travel like to dallas chicago minneapolis all we do is buy alcohol because <laughs> like, oh, I can't get that here. It's tough. I lived in Pennsylvania for a long time and it's the same way. It's, it's yeah. really difficult when you have to make a trip to the beer distributor and then another trip to the wine and liquor store. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is, is uh, Florida pretty wide open when it comes to all that stuff? It's Florida. You know, it's wide open. Right? <laughs> it's <the> down here. <laughs> I mean, people eat faces off when they do bath salts. So right. <laughs> All right. So let's, okay. So we haven't talked about what we do on this podcast. So if you're new to this podcast, what we do is we read stories off the internet and then we talk about it, discuss it, have fun with it. And then we rate it one to five, one being your average story, five being a unique situation that we've never seen or heard about. Or that is just 
or that there's so much audacity involved that right. it deserves a higher rating. Sometimes yep. that's a thing. Yep. And it's all based on the person rating it, right? Like right. my situation compared to Riley's situation is a little different because I have bartending, more bartending experience than she does. Right. And then our guests, if we have a guest, then they share a story that involves either them or that they've seen or been a part of. And then we rate that story also. And if they are an asshole in that story, we will call you out on it. Right. So fair fucking warning. <laughs> So Riley, do you have one for us to start off today with? I do. Um, so when when we have guests on, I try to find shorter ones, give you guys more time to tell your stories. Um, mm -hmm. So I found a nice little quick one. It's called, actually it was submitted 26 days ago from the, in the Reddit bartender subreddit. Okay. And then the user was Zando underscore Carl Rissian. Sure. That Calrissian. Like, that seems like a Star Wars That's reference. Star Wars. Right? Yeah. That's Star Wars. I'm there for it. <laughs> and that explains why I did not know how to pronounce it. <laughs> um, it's called, I think I fucked up. Screamed at a customer, chased them out of my dive bar with an empty bottle ready to smack them, but he fucking deserved it. That is the longest title so far of any story. <laughs> and it pretty much sums up the entire thing, I think. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was the story. I was like, you said it was short. So. <laughs> All right. This guy has been coming to my place for about six months. At first, he tried to get on my good side, but when I lay down the law and tell him it's last call or closing time, it's a different story. He kicks off with, I've met the owner. I've had a drink here after hours before. Last time he was here, he went behind the bar after we stopped serving and claimed it was to get a napkin. I screamed at him, but I forgave him ultimately because he was drunk. Today, he came back for the first time since that going behind the bar incident. First thing he did was apologize for his behavior last time, which he always does. This time, though, he was pa a passive aggressive dick at one point saying you're only getting a dollar today and tipping me exactly that deja vu. I'm trying to get him out and he's trying to explain why he knows he's allowed to stick around after hours. He wouldn't budge. So I just exploded. Anger leaves me feeling shame. And I hate the fact that I got my bad bar, my bar, a bad Yelp review. But fuck that guy in the eye hole. All right. <laughs> so I kind of wish on these stories they would say what their bar experience is, male or female, and how old they are. As a, Because right. then you can kind of like gauge like, okay, they've been doing this for 10 years, two years. Sounds like a female bartender. Just the way. I disagree. You disagree? Wholeheartedly. Really? I guess it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't matter. They're, they're subreddit. Their name is a, is a Star Wars reference. <laughs> there are a lot of female Star Wars. There fans. are, but my wife loves Star Wars. So yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> right. Get, right. But anyways, like I said, it doesn't matter for this story. It doesn't matter. And, um, but how many times do you have that happen in your bartending experience, John? I guess, first of all, let's say this. How long have you been a bartender for? I've been a bartender for 12 years now. Okay. So that's, that's, about I've, seen same. A, I've seen a lot. Right. Uh, I've worked everywhere from, dive bars to high volume college bars to craft cocktail and now golf courses. Right. <laughs> and they're See probably that? all the same. Just sometimes they wear nicer clothing at the bar. Right. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I've had people come behind my bar a lot though. Like it, it stinks. I hate it when they come behind my bar, but they do it, mm -hmm. you know, especially at places where it's like private clubs where they feel entitled because they pay memberships. They're like, well, you know, I pay, I can do whatever I want. You know, I pay your salary. It's right. like, okay, calm down. Right. Yeah, but That's not how this market works. Thank <laughs> you. No, but if it's like your everyday bar, get out. Don't go behind the bar. Right. Know? Yep. And then I know where I work at. My bar has, it's kind of L shape. Well, it's kind of technically U shape, but one of the U's is like the passage where you go behind the bar to, you know, the floor and you have like the, 
the foldable pass through, pass through, whatever. And we always keep it up because I'm not lifting that motherfucker up every time I got to walk through it. Right. People who fucking stand in that goddamn pass through just pisses me off. It's like, dude, I got to move. I go, excuse me. And then they get mad at me. It's like, I'm interrupting their fun of a night trying to get more ice or get more liquor or do whatever the fuck I have to do. Right. It's just like, get the fuck out of my way. I don't think this bartender fucked up at all. No. The bartender said an expectation and and then followed through with the expectation. The expectation is you don't come behind my bar. Everybody knows that. And you came behind my bar. So now fuck you. Right. And also we've been, it sounds like this is like a reoccurring thing. Like every time you come in, you're an asshole to me. And then I have to be an asshole to you. And then you have to leave like one plus one equals two all the time. Mm -hmm. And at that point, blow up on the guy. And he's saying, or the bartender saying they always apologize every time. This is where I would get the manager involved. I'm like, look, see, this guy needs to go to AA. Honestly, not, I mean, like, he, if he if he's doing something stupid every time he drinks at this bar, he's got a problem. Right. This is again, this is where you bring the manager in, and right. they have a discussion with this person saying, "You either stop this shit, or you won't be allowed back in here." Right. Because yeah. this is straining on the bartenders and the business, and you're telling other guests that this is acceptable. Right. Also, if I had a dollar for every time someone told me I know the owner. Man, I, I know the owner too. He writes my schedule. Like, right. Right. Yeah. right. He signs my check. Well, right. not, I mean, deposits in now, but you know, right. like, yeah, it's like, okay, congratulations. Right. And 80% Congrats, of the time, that's a lie. Right. Like I know the owner. Yeah. You've seen the owner probably, but at the same time, if you actually knew the owner, you wouldn't treat his staff like this. Right. 100%. Exactly. Also, if it's, if it's a guy who says, or a girl, it doesn't really matter whoever it was come behind the bar. Right. Mm-hmm. They say I drink here after hours. I should probably know you. I work here all the time and I've right. never seen you when I'm cleaning and mopping. You never help, you know, grab the broom. So, right. <laughs> so I used to work no with that. Yeah. I used to work with kids and well, other staff lets me do it. Other staff lets me do it. Okay. Well, I'm not other staff mm-hmm. and I'm running this today, whatever this may be in this situation. I'm running the bar today and you do not come behind my bar today. Yep. When I, when I started the full-time position at the hotel, Tuesdays, there was this one guy, he worked there for 10 years. And for the last eight years, he worked every Tuesday. It's trivia nights, a lot of locals. And he just kind of ran it. That was his one day a week. Well, eventually couldn't work anymore. So I worked his Tuesdays. And for a month, all the locals were, well, Jason would let me do this. I'm like, well, I'm not Jason. Like, My name's he, Carl. See yeah. the name tag here. Yeah. And like, well, he just gave out a bunch of shit, I think. And so they were just used to it. And they, half of them stopped coming. And they're saying, I'm rude. I'm like, sorry. I'm doing my I'm job. I'm doing my job. I don't know you. I need your credit card to start a tap. I don't know you. you right. Know? And so just, yeah. Fruit, or uh, weed out the freeloaders. You yeah. Know? <laughs> but yeah, I know I had one time too. I worked at the brewery, Seven Hills, and someone said that. And so I called the owner up, the my boss, my friend. And yeah. like, do you know this person? He goes, I have no idea who that is. Like okay, right, cool. right in front of the person too. I'm like, see, motherfucker. I can one up you. Right. <laughs> but so I don't think, I don't think this bartender fucked up at all. Absolutely if, not. If the, if the customer gave the bar a bad Yelp review, then I mean, that's a lot you got to take, but you can't let these people walk all over you. Yeah. I'm not worried about if, if you, if you read this review, that owner's power responded to the review saying, you know, yeah. leaving out, they left out all the important things. Right. Right. But yeah, fuck this. I would say, John, what do you uh, rate this story? One through five. And you can use decimal points if you would like. Yep. We can go to the hundreds <laughs> if you need to. Um, I would say average story. It's probably like a two. 
two and a half. I feel like this has happened to like any adult bartender in the industry at least at right. least once. Like this isn't a this isn't a crazy story. Right. Right. Yep. I say one point eight for the same reason. Um, I'm gonna go two point two. Uh, simply because he didn't learn after the first time and he continued to have the level of audacity that he had. Yeah. I would say after like the fifth time this happened, I would have a talk with them or I'd get my manager to have a talk with them and say, no, after the second time it happens, like you get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm just saying, I, I don't want to see you when I work. If I see you, you better be on your best behavior. Right. Or I'm not serving you. <laughs> or you just, can sit here all night and you can ask me for a beer. I'll be like, yeah, I'll get that when you're ready to treat me with some respect. Just beat them Heineken zeros all night long. <laughs> Some old duels put it in a glass so they don't know. <laughs> <laughs> or just soda water with one dash of bitters. Yeah. Here you go. Here's your alcoholic I, beverage. I made you a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. This one's on me. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. It's also like, what's that Instagram thing we did where that, uh, I don't know if you've seen it, where this woman goes, all right, it's time to close or time to get the fuck out of here. If you it's don't, closing time. If you don't fuck somebody who works here, live here or work here, get the fuck out. And tip your bartender 20%. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just don't understand why people just don't want to leave. Like at the hotel bar too. Like we close. So Iowa is a 2 a.m. bar or state. And, but we close at midnight because we're a hotel bar and people are just like, well, I'm I'm getting a room here. I'm spending a lot of money, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, you're drinking Bud Light, dude. I don't go across the street. They'll be open till one 30 in the morning. If you, if you were, if you were drinking my house cocktails, that cost 13 to $15 a piece. Maybe I'd consider staying open if there were 10 of you, Right. but there's one of you and you're drinking Bud Light. Mm-hmm. I can sell you a six pack for you to take to your room at bar That's prices. I was say. You, you work in a hotel. I've worked in hotels before too. And we'd say open until 2 AM, but you have a hotel room. Doesn't mean you have to stop drinking. Right. Just go upstairs. Here's right. a six pack. Here's a bottle of wine. I'll even open it for you. Mm-hmm. I'll right. even put an old fashioned to go cup. You can take it upstairs. Like you I can take the glassware. Have to leave my bar. <laughs> right. Keep right. Drinking. Honestly, walk a hundred steps. You can go drink at the conference table right over there in the yeah. lobby. Yeah. There, there are literally couches right outside his bar entrance. Right. Just here. Take take three drinks with you. Go sit there and hang out there. Mm-hmm. It's so oh, yeah. Weird. Like I'm leaving and cleaning. Like sorry. Yeah, it's like it's posted times. It's not like this is a price you you told you when last we do last call 30 minutes. So you've gotten 30 minutes. Right. And as far as I'm concerned, midnight for a hotel bar in Iowa. It's really is late. fantastic because yeah. most of them close at 10. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. It's fucking weird. People are strange. I mean, we've all been there. We've all had been under made dumb decisions or we thought we were making the correct points when we we're drunk. But right. <laughs> <laughs> You're still with me, so I did a good job. <laughs> it's because my job is to restrain you when necessary. So if you feel like you have a better story than that, or just even a... If you have a fun story. A fun story. Or a not-so-fun story yes. that you really want to just commiserate with people. Right. Uh, leave us... Uh, oh, my God. Leave us your story on our subreddit. Do you want to start a tab? The link is in the description of YouTube or any podcast platform that you are listening to this wonderful... Episode. Episode on. Currently. Currently. <laughs> I was going to say something else, but it wasn't going to make sense. So because you were going to repeat the same thing over. If you're listening to this podcast, put an episode on our podcast and podcast and podcast hard. (laughs) (laughs) And then also while you're on that platform, leave us a a five star review. We'd much we would really appreciate it and help spread the word of do you want to start a tab? Yes. And then also go follow bartenders, bard tenders podcast. Yeah, they do some great things. It's always interesting to get, for me to hear other bartenders like, yes, we're all in the same motherfucking boat. 
just in different parts of the United States. Yeah. Or the world. Even. Or the world. That's yeah. correct. So, all right. On that note, Mr. John, what do you have for us today? Oh, man. So I'm going to tell you one of probably my favorite stories to tell. I'm so excited. Uh, <laughs> it's really great. It's just, it's great. Uh, so I'm going to set the scene for you. It is a busy Friday night in Gainesville, Florida. Uh, we're working the bar. Uh, this bar is enormous. Uh, at any given time, we have 22 working bartenders, uh, four bars, two rooftop bars, one big main bar, and then another smaller off to the side. Can fit about 2,500 people in Get the building, fuck upstairs and downstairs. Okay. I don't think there's a venue that size in Iowa. No. <laughs> Maybe like a stadium. Yeah, but I don't, <laughs> even know, I don't even know if we have a stadium that big. I mean, the closest we have is a Wells Fargo Center or the, or the Unidome, but they don't serve alcohol at the Unidome. Yeah. They so, don't serve, they, well, I guess Kinnick, but they, do they serve booze at Kinnick? They just started last year. Huh. So anyways, uh, big ass place. So this, this bar is huge and it also is conveniently one block away from the University of Florida football stadium. <gasps> so, that makes and sense. it is, yeah. <laughs> of course, a, it is of course a game day weekend. Okay. So you have tons of people, you know, like there's thousands and thousands of people walking around. Mm -hmm. So I'm bartending, I'm in service well, and uh, my then girlfriend, now wife is bartending to my left in one of the wells and she's making drinks. You're cranking it out. You know, you're making 20, 30 drinks at a time, just vodka sodas, cracking them out as fast as you can. Uh, turns her back to go on the computer, ring in some drinks. Do you like all the tabs that people want to close out after they have one drink? Uh, and she turns around and she goes, my bar mat's gone. Where'd it go? <laughs> And I was like, I don't know. I didn't see it. I'm over here with these 50 people. Right. And she's like, I think it's that guy. I'm pretty sure it's that guy right there that I like closed out. I think he took it because he was talking about it. And I was like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And she's like, I'm going to go get it. Watch my bar. <laughs> like, okay. Take somebody with you. <laughs> you can't do this alone. So she grabs one of the managers and she's like, I need to go. I need to go track down this guy. I got to go find him. He stole our bar mat. Like I have to find him. Like this is ridiculous. Manager's like, bet, let's go. How often do you get to do this? <laughs> let's have fun. Uh, so they start going down the block and there's tons of bars like along the University Avenue. And they get to the second bar and they find the guy in the middle of the bar with a Captain Morgan bar mat just in his hand, bragging to his friends, laughing like, look at this, I stole this bar mat. She grabs it out of his hand and then slaps him across the face. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> and says, don't you dare steal from my bar again. Also, you're not welcome back. <laughs> and then they just left with the bar mat. That's wow. amazing. <laughs> that is a... That is... God, that's a good story. Did he ever come back? <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's college bar. Probably. Right. Pro probably. <laughs> right. He looked like every other fucking idiot that day, right. you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He probably doesn't even remember. His, but as long as his friends make fun of him every once in a while, that's all I care about. Right. Man, you got you let you let that girl slap the shit out of you. <laughs> he probably wanted to ask her to do it again. Right, you know. <laughs> I find it funny though, you guys are probably getting maybe railroaded. Ra yeah. And then two of your partners like, let's go get the map back. You guys yeah. were like, go okay. do it. Okay, go do it. Fine, fuck it. Let's go. That's that's a level yeah. of petty that I aspire to sometimes. Like, <laughs> right. There's it's, probably like a whole box of bar mats in the back too that we got for free. Yeah, but like, no, no, fuck we that. We have to get this one. <laughs> right. Let's go. It has a special sentimental value. No, no, fuck that. It's the principle of the matter. Right. I'm not going yeah. to, you're not going to steal my bar mat. You're not going to steal things from me. 
Yeah. You've been dealing with awful humans all day and you get one chance to have a release. Like, yep. let's mm-hmm. go. <laughs> right. Yep. And this what's he going to do? Now- Call a cop? She slapped me. What would you do? Uh, theft. Theft. Fifth degree theft. Fifth degree <laughs> theft. Mr. Meter, $100 fine for a free plastic bar mat. <laughs> I wonder if he, I wonder if he's just like a uh, klepto, right? He just steals bar mats from every bar. He's like in his living room. He's just got bar mats, you know? You know, there are people like that. People who steal signs, people who steal glasses. Say, it's probably that high school kid that stole like the street sign outside. And, yeah. Like, brags about it on social media, post it. And then the cops show up at his house and be like, hey, he stole yeah. property. I mean, I can't, <laughs> I can't say that I've never had that intrusive thought. Like I'll see things at a bar, like a bar mat or a cool shaker tin that like is a different color. And I'm like, Oh, I want that. I should just take it. No, don't take it. Don't take it. You don't need to take it. You can buy it on Amazon. You don't need to take it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I share this story on this podcast, but the bar that her and I met at bricks was our favorite, uh, bar in Cedar Rapids where we met. Anyways, they would have a very good craft beer selection and they mm-hmm. had multiple different types of glasses for all different types of beers. Right. They did it very well. And, um, I was drunk one night. He'd been going there for a long time. Know the bartenders, know the owner, whatever. And just one night I was like, fuck this. I'm taking this class. I want this class. I don't have it at home. And I only lived like six blocks away. So I just, it was wintertime. And I remember I shoved it up the sleeve of my coat and put my arm up so no one could see me leave with it, you know? And, and then the next morning I wake up, I'm like, fuck, I did take that. God damn it. And so then like another day I, I bring it back and the owner's there. I'm like, Hey, Tim, um, I'm kind of an idiot and I stole this glass the other night. I'm so sorry. And I laid up there and he was like, thank you for bringing it back. You know, <laughs> you know, like I don't really care because people steal them all the time, but thank you for bringing it back. Right. You know, it's like, if you want one, just pay me five, whatever five the bucks cost glass of the glass. Price, yeah. Whatever. I actually think I did because I did want the glass because it was it was what kind the of half of ice and glass. So the kind of tall. You should have you should have sat it down, pass it across, and be like, "Hey, I brought this back. Can I just get a refill?" Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. Right? I paid eighty dollars for this for free refills for life. But yeah, that's the only time I, I think I stole anything from oh, the I, bar. I I've stolen many a glass, but it, in in my defense, I was studying abroad and. They told me to. <laughs> Everybody told me to. I was like, I don't have any glasses for my kitchen. Well, we all just take them from the pub. I don't think that. <laughs> okay. They're like stupid American. <laughs> but that being said, I, uh, people would people would walk out of the pub still drinking their beers. So it was a little bit different. Right. That's true. I worked at a uh, tiki bar in Denver for a long time. And you have all the custom mugs. You have the custom uh-huh. punch bowls. But I only worked there one night a week on Fridays. And so whenever people would try and steal the glassware you'd catch them and be like hey you know what why don't you just buy it i'll sell it to you and i'll be like oh how much i'm like mm, 40 bucks you can just have it and they'd be like okay so i would just <laughs> sell like 20 30 mugs like every single night for 40 bucks a, pop. a bar manager a stack of cash and go here you go here's your re-up for the month right. <laughs> just order a couple more cases and we'll just keep doing this every night right it's great That's awesome i know a lot of tiki bars actually have the option if you want to buy the drink or if you want to buy the drink and the glass and it's like yeah. 20 bucks more for yeah, the that for place the, yeah when we went to milwaukee yeah. foundation i think and it's called fongs does it like yeah. a lot of tiki bars that we've been to had like just have that option because they know it's going to happen a lot of people don't realize that like if you put your logo and your bar name on it it's free marketing at somebody's house right Right. (laughs) like yeah sure steal whatever you want like it's why moscow mules 
partially became really popular because people were stealing the tins and they're right. like, where'd you get that cool mug? And then all of a sudden everybody orders them and steals them. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Do you, uh, are you familiar with uh, surf side sips? Mm, I don't think so. They're hand blown glass straws. This guy does it out of like Washington or Oregon or something. Yeah. It's, it's made out of the same glass that they make Pyre- that Pyrex. They make Pyrex uh, oh, cool. Dishware out of. So they're very sturdy and, for being a glass straw and, and I were looking at opening a bar later this year and I want to get those, but I'm just like afraid of like how many people are going to try to steal them because it's, it's an amazing glass straw, but it's right. also like, but if you work with them to brand them, brand I mean, them, right. And like say, Hey, for metal straws at a bar I worked at and people stole them all the time. It's just the nature of the beast. Mm-hmm. Right. It's going to happen. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I'm not going to ask for your fucking ID like you did with the Moscow mules. Yeah. That was a thing where you'd have to put down a deposit or for a while, or you'd have to put down your ID in order to. Well, I get it. Cause I, back in the day, they're like almost all copper and they're when super they copper, fucking expensive, yeah. but now they're just plated on the outside. Yeah. Yeah. You can actually wash them in the dishwasher and crank them along. Right. Get, I remember someone told me stuff. fucking use ketchup to unoxidize them. Yeah. Vinegar. Yeah. Never have. Mm. But. Yeah. All right, so for your story, I will. It's a solid three-five for me because, yeah. like, running after a two-dollar fucking free bar mat that Captain Morgan supplied you. That I mean, I mean, that's like first of all, that's the thing, right? And then two employees leave in the middle of probably a super busy ship to go uh-huh. get the fucker back, and then she rips it out of his hand. At, you first of all, you find him because he could have just went like five bars down, right? right? If he was smart, he would have went like two blocks down instead of next door. But he was, you know, he wasn't smart. Right. <laughs> right. He was drunk that those two are counterintuitive. Right. I'm actually going to give it a 3.8 just because of the slap. I'm going to, I'm going to up, I'm going to raise you 0.3 just because she slapped him because I know people who have been in that situation. I've been in that situation where I want to smack somebody so bad and she was able to do it because she was not on premises anymore. Right. That's true. <laughs> that's phenomenal. That, and that she is, got paid to slap the motherfucker. That is timing. Yeah. That is getting paid. That is revenge. It is all of the things that you want when somebody has done, like when you're having a bad day and somebody does one thing that pisses you off and you just like, you're boiling over. Mm-hmm. She got the release she needed. I bet her day was fantastic for the rest. I bet she had oh, yeah. a great weekend. Right. So it's, it's hard not to tell that story and smile. Right. Every <laughs> it's like, like everyone I, gets it. Right. Like, so I good. could have, I could have walked out with $3 in my pocket from a day that busy and I'd still have been okay. Because <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I slapped him. <laughs> what do you, what do you rate your own story there? Oh, I, I, uh, five. A five. <laughs> <laughs> because she got to do what everybody wants to do like that's yeah, exactly. and that that i mean that does give you grounds for a higher score just because like it doesn't happen yeah. every day that's true that is so true <laughs> god i'm trying to like now i'm trying to man these stories are great because you you have to play with the perspective a bit mm-hmm. like if we're playing with the perspective of like everyday bar experiences yeah like people steal shit all the time that's a one but she got revenge and that's a five five yeah, we can, instant karma yeah instant karma is usually a five like, yeah pretty good. i'm actually i'm gonna raise my score i'm not gonna go five because i didn't experience it but i'm gonna go 4.2 all right that i'll do four i agree like that yeah it's just there's a, so many little pieces and wheel turning that's why i love discussing about this because like you're like ooh, okay that makes right. more sense right because you were 3.5 because the guy stole something oh but hey it, 
and stealing a bar mat is pretty unique. I've I've not seen or heard of that happening. I know I'm sure it does. Right. But that's ballsy. It's ballsy. Because what are you gonna do with the motherfucker? You can't put it in your pocket. You got it. You literally have to carry that motherfucker around with you. Or tell your girlfriend yeah. to put it in her purse. Right. That's true. Or put it in your purse. It's okay for men to put purses. Probably not. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> I mean, if you did, I bet she's a real winner. Take home the mom. <laughs> she's probably on the cheerleader squad at the game, anyways. Yeah, she wasn't there watching. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't there babysitting. I'm, I'm free. <laughs> so she even knew it was going to come, or the guy was already pre-talking about it, stealing it. Yeah, he was already bragging like to all of his friends, showing it off like a wrestling belt. <laughs> That's awesome, man! Um, I love it. Yeah. All right, so that wraps up. That's getting close to wrapping up this episode, John. What else do you? What else would you like to plug for the people out there listening to this beautiful podcast? Yeah, of course. Uh, plug myself a little bit, and I'll plug bartenders. Uh, you can check me out on social media at Vodka Pays My Bills. Super easy uh, because it's true. <laughs> um, yeah. And <laughs> you can also check out Bartenders uh, at bartenders.com on Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, everywhere. Uh, you can also check out our website at www.bartender.com. And you can check us out anywhere you have podcasts. We're on every streaming device. So get out there. You can even check us out on YouTube if you want to see our faces. Nice. And I'm assuming a lot of people drink a lot of vodka lemonades at the, at the uh, golf trans, course. Tito's transfusions. What is that? And, uh, it's a little bit of grape juice, ginger ale, <laughs> and pretty much vodka. It's super easy. Yeah. Uh, but I get it on a hot and, day. Uh, yeah. It's a golf course drink. It's just, you don't really drink it anywhere else, but it's a thing. I get that. That's, that's fair. I get it. And always remember, don't be a dick, tip your bartender and drink responsibly.